Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. Welcome everyone to the Sports Spectrum podcast. I am Jason Romano. Thanks for joining us here on the program today. I want to send you over to sportspectrum.com when you're finished listening to this podcast. That's our website place to go to see all of our content, a daily devotional every morning at 6 a.m., as well as articles on the intersection of sports and faith written all day long, all week long. So check it out, sportspectrum.com. And also want to encourage you to subscribe to our quarterly magazine. The pillar, the, the cornerstone of this ministry can be found with Sports Spectrum and the magazine that came out over 30 years ago. I've talked to many people who have found this podcast or reconnected with Sports Spectrum and, rem- and remember having that magazine when they were younger growing up. And now, uh, as they get older, they were wondering if that magazine's still around. And indeed, it is. It's $18 for an entire year. What a deal, right? 18 bucks. You get four issues of the Sports Spectrum magazine, our quarterly magazine, plus you get a couple bonus issues and a great way to partner with Sports Spectrum and our ministry and subscribe to our magazine. So check it out, sportspectrum.com. That's the place to go, sportspectrum.com, and subscribe today. Today on the podcast, we are pleased to be talking to the Los Angeles Rams team chaplain, Kevin Nickerson. Now, along with his job and his role as the team chaplain of the Rams, Kevin is also the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Los Angeles County out there in California. He played some college football, Central Missouri State University, and had a pro football career in the CFL, the Canadian Football League, as well as the uh, Arena Football League for five seasons. And he's been the Rams team chaplain since 2016. And it's really great when we can catch up with these chaplains to see what God is doing in the locker room of these Super Bowl teams as the Rams and the Patriots get ready to battle in Super Bowl 53 coming up on Sunday, February 3rd. Really excited to talk to Kevin Nickerson. Take a listen to our conversation here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. Kevin, welcome to the show. Man, thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you, Kevin. And this has been a tradition now with the Sports Spectrum Podcast for the last few years to have the team chaplain of the teams that go to the Super Bowl on. And yesterday we had uh, Jack Easterby on, the New England Patriots team chaplain. And today we get to speak to you. And I really love hearing stories of what the Lord is doing inside the locker rooms of these Super Bowl teams. And we're going to get to that in a second. But before that, I just want to ask you, I know you travel with the team and being in New Orleans and that game was just crazy and the Rams pulling it out on a 57-yard field goal at the end, which is just nuts. What was your reaction being around that team and being around that team all year long and seeing it culminate into them winning uh, that game and going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, well, obviously it was pandemonium when Greg the leg made the 57-yarder, <laughs> but... Right. Uh, my initial reaction was, you know, how normally people just run off in, onto the field and you saw people doing that. I just remember standing there for like 20 seconds, like we're going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We're going to the Super Bowl, you know, because being a sports fan, loving football, you know, we know that that's the ultimate goal. And so to be a part of that um, was awesome. But being around the team this whole year, like we felt like we should be there 
and just to see the resilience of of the fellas, the coaches. Uh, Coach McVay is always talking about we don't blink, we never blink. Um, or you know, so it was just really cool to kind of see what the coaches have been talking about kind of come to pass uh, within those young men who were on the field fighting hard that day. Yeah, and I want to hear some stories and just kind of what the Lord was doing in a lot of these players' lives this year in a minute. But before we get there, I think there's a good story about how you came to this position of team chaplain with the Rams and how does that job happen for you? And then explain a little bit about what your role entails throughout the year as you're in the Rams locker room and being around the team. Well, I'm, I firmly believe that this was a, a God-ordained position for me uh, because I wasn't initially going to be the Los Angeles Rams chaplain three years ago uh, when they when they moved from St. Louis to Los Angeles, but somehow the Lord saw fit for me to be there. Uh, it was actually before the um, Dallas Cowboy preseason game where the director of player engagement pulled me out of chapel and said, hey, uh, Kevin, man, we want you to be our chaplain. Uh, we really like what you do, how you develop relationships uh, thus far, and we really feel like uh, you could help us. And so, you know, three seasons ago, you know, right before the Dallas Cowboys game, I can't remember the date, but Roy Glover and, and Les Snead uh, took a chance on a on a just a kid from Kansas City, you know. Uh, so that was a, a blessing. And uh, and then just my my role as a chaplain for this team is just man, I, I'm really concerned about the spiritual growth and well being of our coaches, of our athletes. And also uh, the staff that serve the players, because we know it's, it's it's about the players, and we want to put the best product on the field. But my job is really to help see those who desire uh, to grow closer to Jesus, grow closer to Jesus, and just build relationships and be uh, be the light that shines inside of the locker room and on the field or wherever. Kevin Nickerson's our guest here on the Sports Spectrum podcast, the Rams team chaplain. So take us through this season. And it's kind of interesting. You mentioned 2016 was your first year, and that was kind of the new regime coming in uh, to the Rams. And, and, and a year later, with Sean McVay and the coaching staff and you know bringing Jared Goff in and Todd Gurley and these guys who kind of grew up in the organization, Aaron Donald, and you kind of coming there alongside there at the same time. But now that we get to 2018 and this team that's in the Super Bowl now, take us through this year because every year is different. But for 2018, right. what did your Bible studies look like? What did fellowship look like with the guys on a week to week basis? It was a actually that's a great question, man. This year, what we focused on within our Bible studies, uh, within our chapels, and and within our our couple study because what we do is uh, my wife and I we lead a couple study for seven couples uh, that come every Monday and then we have a Bible study that ranges from 10 to 15 guys and then we have our chapel but our whole theme this year has been encounter because we wanted our men 
and our families to encounter Jesus in a way that would transform their hearts. And so I felt like this year it was, I, I felt like uh, we had some, some real encounters with God where we, we began to see transformation because what most people don't understand about the locker room is that the locker room is a hard place to be in. Yeah. Uh, because especially in, in, inside of professional sports, because they have so many different things pulling at them. And the, and the more we can show them for me, I felt like the more that I could show them stories of men and women inside of the Bible who who've encountered Jesus, who endure some hard times, who've who, who has. Um, yeah, just just been through the ups and through the downs and when they encounter God, uh, whether it be through God, the father, God, the son. God, the Holy Spirit, that their lives was radically changed. And so we desired to see radical change in the lives of our players. And so that's what we, that's what, that's been our theme this entire season. Uh, encounter. We want our families to encounter Jesus. We wanted the, the players and the coaches to encounter Jesus so they could be radically changed for God. I remember that last year when we talked to the Eagles team chaplain, Ted Winsley, and he shared how he was discipling a couple of players on the Eagles, Brandon Graham being one of them, as far as going deeper into a discipleship, a one-on-one -on -one type of discipleship with uh, just a couple of guys. You can't do it with everybody, obviously. Right, Have you had right. that experience and been able to kind of go a little deeper with a couple of the guys on the team? Well, um, not, not actually, honestly, not during the season. However, uh, this off season, there is a plan for three of three players and I to go through uh, discipleship together. One being Michael Brockers, uh, who is uh, a stud D lineman for us. Oh, yeah. Cooper Cup, who was, who, who missed the, who, I guess who, he's been out for, I guess half of the season because he tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, and, and then Roger Saffold and, and all-star uh, in my book, a pro bowl uh, old lineman. Yeah. So we're going to be going through some discipleship together and, and just growing in the Lord this offseason, which I'm very excited. Actually, uh, a wonderful story is that this year, uh, Roger Saffold and his wife, Asia, were baptized uh, on not this Monday, but a few Mondays ago uh, at our couples Bible study. They did it. We did our, our Bible study at Johnny Hecker and Michaela's house mm -hmm. and. They opened up their pool and we did we had a whole big deal where we we baptized Roger and Asia, which they had been talking about being baptized for for, for two seasons. And for some reason, it, it felt like it wasn't the right time. And, and when we got in those waters, um, the, the tears were flowing and their testimony is amazing of, of how God has brought them from a long way. And it was time for them to make that next step. Of, of of expressing what was going on inside of their hearts outside by being by being baptized uh, it was it was amazing it, it's been it's been a, a fruitful fruitful year for for the los angeles realm spiritually in my Can, estimation well that sounds great i love the story of roger saffold too we'll be watching him on the o-line uh in the super bowl but let, let me just ask you from a from a general question you've been uh, you know, I guess a minister and a, a chaplain for a while now, you know, sharing the gospel and, and walking through with guys. But there is a hesitancy for some guys to go deeper 
maybe they're not confident in their faith, even just the hesitancy for two years to get baptized. Why do you think guys struggle with kind of going all in or taking that next step? Uh, man, I, I feel like uh, the world is uh, an enticing place. Sin is an enticing place. I, uh, I feel like the the thrills of sin may hold hold some people back. Um, not sure if they're they're willing to if they know if giving it all up for Jesus means that they you know they they can't have any fun. They can't they won't play as hard or different things like that. So I mean, when I think about why why some guys are hesitant. Obviously, you got the locker room. It's still it's still the same thing. Like when you were growing up, like if you are different, people may talk about you, and that could be some of the fears that that some of some of the guys have. Um, and but we but when I'm talking to these to these men, we're we're trying to encourage them. Hey, man, it's better to go out go all out for Jesus than be halfway in. And so we we. We encourage them to be bold in their faith and and to share and let people know uh, who they serve and why they serve and and by doing that we can impact the entire locker room. Kevin, you played professional football in the CFL in the Arena League, so you're an athlete and have that background as a football player. Does that does that help you in relating to these guys and the different things that they struggle with and battle through each day and each week of their lives? Yes, I I, I think being a part of a locker room setting essentially my entire life uh, allows me to have a, a a different perspective dealing with players and understanding when, you know, good game, bad game, you can't just uh, run and, and go and start talking to people. And, you know, it, I think it gives me uh, a perspective that I'm able to, to understand and, um, and, and, and pick my spots when I want to go and talk and, and be with people and do things like that. Mm. Kevin Nickerson's our guest here, the Rams team chaplain on the podcast. A couple more questions here with Kevin. The Rams have had a history of great players, but also great men of faith. Guys like Jackie Slater, who we were talking about before uh, we started taping this interview. His son, Matthew, of course, playing on the other side with the Patriots this year, which is a, gr- a really neat story. Uh, but guys like Eric Dickerson, who we've talked to on this podcast about his faith. Kurt Warner, of course, uh, champion for Christ. Isaac Bruce has been on this podcast sharing about his faith. All great guys, great men of faith. Does having a history of that in the locker room sort of encourage you to keep that tradition going strong with the team? I don't like calling it a tradition, but that's got to help having that background, right? Yes, it does, man. We want. I just feel like because we stand on shoulders of great men before us. You know, we, you know, Hebrews tells us that we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, and those, to me, I feel like they're talking about the people that are here with us today, and also the people that have gone before us. And so I think when we know that we have people that have done that has uh, maintained their faith in inside of a locker room that is. Is, is such a hard place to do that. Uh, it encourages it encourages the players, it encourages the coaches, and it also encourages me to continue to help us press forward towards our goal, you know, which is living a life that's pleasing to God. 
What have you seen in the locker room? And maybe you kind of touched on it a few minutes ago uh, with the world pulling at players and kind of keeping them from really going all in for God. But what have you seen as the biggest spiritual battle in that locker room? Maybe not just this year, but over the years, being in locker rooms in the, with the Rams the last few years, the biggest spiritual battle because the, the locker room can be a pretty dark place, I think. What do you have? have what have you seen that can be uh, the biggest spiritual battle for these guys? Uh, I would say identity. You know, like yeah, for 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 players again, a lot of us are performance driven. When you play sports, your success is predicated on how well you do. People shake your hand when you do well, and people kick you in the rear end when you do bad. You know, and so I feel like one of the spiritual battles, uh, the greatest spiritual, one of the greater spiritual battles inside of the locker room is, is players and coaches understanding where the where their identity lies. Is it in the sport and performing well, or is it in Jesus and not striving? Where when Jesus went before Jesus jumped into ministry, God God his Father said, opened up the heavens and said, "Man, this is my son." who I'm well pleased and he hadn't turned a, 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 a drop of water into wine. He hadn't healed anybody that was sick or anything. And I feel like uh, players struggle with their identity when it, when it comes to whether it's with Christ or whether it's with, with sports or whatever else they have going on. And so I, I feel like that's a, a spiritual battle uh, which causes, you know, players and coaches to struggle with who they are in Christ. I love the Roger Saffold story of being baptized. Is there another story you can share? Maybe it wasn't this year. Maybe it was the last couple years where you saw a guy who wasn't really walking with the Lord just have a transformation in his life and God did a really great work in him. Well, I, I would say, well, there's many stories uh, that I could share, but I, 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 I'll just I won't say the name, but I'll just say a player who I, from the time I got there saw him straddling the fence, uh, was struggling in his marriage, was struggling in his faith walk. Uh, but after just some conversation and just some consistency, he and I just talking on a regular basis, opening up his word, uh, opening up the word together, man, his family began to thrive uh he's a leader in the locker room he's a he's a he's a front runner uh for the faith in our locker room and and he he and his family most importantly are doing fantastic and but that's been a three-year journey for this individual uh and they're still working obviously we know we you know there's there's always work to be done yeah. but what has happened over this over these past three years has been a miracle from God to see uh, this player and his, and their wife and his wife uh, thriving, him being a great father and him going after Jesus like I've never seen uh, a player go after Jesus before. That's awesome. I love hearing that story. All right, let's close it with this, Kevin. Uh, share with us your biggest lesson that God has taught you this season as you've pastored this group of guys who are now the NFC champs, what has the Lord taught you uh, your biggest lesson this season from your perspective? Uh, I think one of the greatest lessons that he's taught me this year is that um, 
that I'm 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 supposed to be in that locker room, uh, and that this is a a journey. The change will not happen in a week. It may not happen in 16, 16 weeks, but this is a journey. And one man plants, another man waters, but God ultimately gets the increase. And so that has given me uh, peace in my heart that that I don't have to strive, but I have to be uh, a good listener to God and to move when he tells me to move. And so that's been... Uh, a lesson that I feel like God has uh, been teaching me uh, that I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be in that locker room with those men. And, and this is a journey. Mm. I might be, I might be watering. uh, I might be planting, but ultimately God will get the increase. That's our, that's our life verse at our ministry, the increase, John 3.30. He must increase. We Come must, on now. We must decrease. That's it. You can preach all day long if you want, Kevin. We'll, we'll just sit here and listen. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 man. No, man. You got you know, we do. say we. I know we got a saying that, man, you know, we. Hey, I'll, I'll be preaching for an hour, but church ends in 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> not so. That's right. So, I understand. I understand, man. The less you can say, the better. Kevin Nickerson is our guest, Los Angeles Rams team chaplain. Kevin, we'll, we'll be down in Atlanta. Maybe we'll run into you, be able to say hello to you. Uh, but at the very least, thanks for joining us here on the podcast and wish you and certainly wish the Rams nothing but the best uh, at Super Bowl 53. Thanks for joining us. Man, thank you so much. And many thanks to Kevin Nickerson, the Los Angeles Rams team chaplain, for joining us here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. Great stories there. Loved hearing about Roger Saffold, the offensive lineman, of the Los Angeles Rams, who got baptized just a few weeks ago at a couple's Bible study by Kevin. Uh, just such great stuff there. And I love talking to these team chaplains and hearing about what the Lord is doing within the locker rooms of these NFL teams. The Rams and the Patriots, Super Bowl 53, coming up Sunday. And just really grateful to Kevin Nickerson for being a guest here on the podcast today. We're also thankful for you for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sports underscore spectrum. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and get all the podcasts there. Or you can just go to sportspectrum.com, which is our website, as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast. And that's where all of our content is found, a place to subscribe to our magazine for 18 bucks for an entire year. Get you our quarterly magazine, just a really great deal. So lots of good stuff out there. Be watching the Super Bowl this weekend. The Rams and the Patriots, really excited to watch both teams battle, but even more excited to watch the guys, the men of faith, Live for Jesus on the biggest stage in football, which is the Super Bowl. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Sports Spectrum Podcast. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time from Atlanta at the Super Bowl for Sports Spectrum. <laughs>